0: Wow, if there's one thing. Why is it where...
1: so much louder?
0: Um. Oh, I mean, I got a little closer. That could have been it.
1: Well, this should be okay then.
0: Dramatically, uh, <laughs> blows tea.
1: I need tea. It's freezing in here. two. My name is Caroline. I'm Marco. And we review video games that are fun to play either with someone or with someone next to you on the couch. We are dating so we're looking for that kind of video game all the time.
0: We do spend a lot of time together so it is good to have video games that let us spend a lot of time together.
1: True. This week we are talking about Wolf Among Us which is a game created by Telltale Games, RIP miss you already, based off of a comic book series called Fables by this man named Bill Willingham. The first so it's episodic, it's an episodic comic book fairy tale sequence. Wait, what did what did Wikipedia call it? An episodic interactive fantasy mystery graphic adventure.
0: It's a choose-your-own graphic novel. If you've played a Telltale game, it is a Telltale game.
1: Exactly. And it comes in five episodes, this particular game. Um, The first episode was released for Microsoft Windows, OS X, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, iOS, and iOS in late 2013. Um, And then for the PlayStation Vita before the end of 2014. And retail versions for the PS3, PS4, PS Vita, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and other, like, phone platforms released November 2014.
0: I didn't know the game was that old.
1: <clears throat> this game, as we said, comes in five episodes, and it follows the kind of daily life of this man named Bigby Wolf.
0: I, w- I wouldn't quite say this man named. This
1: wolf man.
0: It's basically, if you've read the Fable books, it is based off of that, so it uses the same story. It basically takes the premise that all of the fairy tales live in New York City because of habitat destruction, I guess. Right. The character that you play as is the Big Bad Wolf, who, I believe this is the explanation they give in the comic book and the game, was stabbed with a knife of lycanthropy so that he can choose to shapeshift between a normal dude and a 30-foot tall wolf at will.
1: He can't really choose. He kind of hulks out into the wolf form. Like, when That's he true. gets really angry, he turns into Big Doggy. He can't really be like, and ah, now I'm a wolf.
0: I always got the impression that he could and he chose not to because mm. he was supposed to be a person now. He's
1: supposed to, like, do good because he's a sheriff. Yeah.
0: When What's-Her-Name asks him if he... If he's allowed to walk around with the glowy eyes, he says, not if I can help it, which I Mm. kind of took to mean he can, and he really, really tries not to, but then also he can hulk out if he gets sufficiently bludgeoned.
1: Right. So it follows his life, I guess you could say, and um, basically he's investigating these crimes that are happening in Fable Town.
0: He is, I think it's Fable Town. Yeah,
1: I think that's right.
0: He is the sheriff of Fable Town because maybe because he was the only one who would do it because he was already the bad guy so he was like fine i'll be the bad guy i don't know maybe
1: there's probably an explanation and we just don't know probably but there are all these crimes committed against fables which hadn't happened before this it was like a big deal because they were like a peaceful community or peaceful enough.
0: Peacefulish.
1: ish And um, so now he's investigating all these crimes. Like, I could go through the plot, but it would take an hour. That's true.
0: We should probably not just go through the plot, but yeah. then it would take an hour. In summary, it's a telltale game. You play as the big bad wolf. Someone is murdering fairy tales, mm-hmm. and you have to figure out why that is happening, and... Stop that from happening. While at the same time, it's very much a The Witcher kind of deal, where everyone is kind of glad to see you because it means that authority is on the case and you are there to help them and solve their problems. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you did try and eat at least three of them. Yeah. So they all kind of hate you. Yeah. They don't kind of hate you. They all hate you. And it doesn't help that it's kind of the when you see a police on the highway sort of deal. Where even if you're not doing something wrong, you immediately feel like you are under accusation of doing something wrong. Right. So it's, it's, you're trying to help all of these fairy tales who hate you.
1: I'm going to try to sum up the plot. Good luck. So basically all these crimes are happening and it is illegal to be in Fable Town and not be in a human form. And there are these things called glamour, glamour, where you get it and you turn into like your human form. So everyone is basically human except for Mr. Toad remains a toad. And then the pig that Bigby lives with, like he's a pig and they could like get in trouble. They're at risk for going off to the farm at any point. But they glamours are expensive and they can't afford it. And like mostly everybody in this town is poor. So it's hard to get a glamour unless you're already a human character like Snow White or Crane.
0: Yeah. And Bigby kind of has it off a lot better than the other animal type fairy tales. Because even though he is a large wolf, he was stabbed with the werewolf knife. And so he can be just a normal person without having to have a glamour. So it's essentially like if you were a human living in New York City and you didn't have to pay rent. Right. It would be that much easier to survive with that large expense out of the way. Right. Right. Point of clarification, the farm is not a euphemism for killing them. They just go to a farm that one of the fairies tale people own in upstate New York.
1: But they would be treated like animals. They wouldn't be treated like humans is what I got from that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's more of a prison in yeah. that you're kind of just trapped on this farm and you're not allowed to leave because yeah. if someone saw a talking pig wandering around, then all hell would break loose. Yeah. So you're not dead. And you're not technically a prisoner, but you really don't have things to do. You're just kind of there. Yes. And it kind of sucks, which is why no one wants to be shipped out to the farm. Right. And that's kind of the story arc between Toad and between Pig is that neither of them can afford glamours And so they are in their animal form for the entire thing. And one of the plot lines is, okay, well, if you're the sheriff, do you send these two off to the farm because that's your job or are you nice and you let them stay?
1: It's a very minor plot point
0: wow okay (laughs) colin would disagree but fine (laughs) sorry
1: no but you're right that is that is one of the plot points so you're investigating these crimes one of the crimes is you find a fable's head on like your front steps is that when it's snow or is it snow later
0: it's snow white's head it's
1: snow white's head but it's not snow white somebody glamored to look like snow so now you're down this whole investigation, you find out that Crane's really creepy and has had a crush on Snow forever. He's murdered people. The beast gets involved because him and the and Beauty are having financial troubles. I'm really trying to just gloss over the main points here. Prince Lawrence is a heroin addict.
0: You fight the Jersey Devil at some
1: point. You encounter strippers who have ribbons over their necks, which they're the girl in the ribbon story. If you don't know it, we're about to ruin it for you, so stop listening here. But basically, if you take the ribbon off, their heads fall off because of a curse.
0: Wow. You could have given them a little bit more time to pause. I said,
1: stop. It. Look, you can input a pause in there. Just like put dead air. I'm just gonna, Here, I work- put do do do, do 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 Great. I worked very time.
0: hard to keep the dead air out of this podcast.
1: I know you're going to put it back in. And then you find out the crooked man, who's kind of like a mafia boss, is working with Bloody Mary, who's like his hit man. They want you dead. They want everyone dead. They, they want to control glamours. They've been selling illegal glamours to people. It's, it's uh, essentially like... so much in this story. Because
0: everyone is poor and he has money, he can lend them money at ridiculous interest rates or for ridiculous concessions. Mm-hmm. And so then when they, of course, aren't able to pay up, he kind of owns them. And he essentially just is trying to do that until he controls all of fairy-taled them yes basically it's a good story but we can't really it, it's, it's a all story
1: it's a lot and basically we're gonna tell you i mean we're gonna do our reviews in a second but we're both gonna tell you to play this game so just like play it
0: yeah, you can <laughs> just
1: play it and find out read the comics and find out what happens do whatever you want to support them
0: you can pause this podcast after the 13 seconds of dead air that i put in and just go play it right <laughs> now and then come back
1: yeah you can do that it might take you a little while but it took
0: you about eight hours yeah yeah
1: we'll see you in eight hours we'll
0: see you in eight hours
1: <laughs> so now that you're back from your eight hours of play we can chat about it do you want to give your review first
0: sure Great. i would love to give my review what that was very
1: formal. Been...
0: Well, I'm just trying to maintain a higher standard of podcastingdom, pod podcastery, castification.
1: Okay, all right, just go.
0: <clears throat> I very much liked this game. I do not usually play graphic novel games, probably because a fair amount of them are dating sims. I also had a bad first experience with my first Telltale game, The Walking Dead. So Oof. this was the last one I the first one i had played since then yeah but was the
1: back to the future one a telltale game too i think maybe that one was
0: was either a telltale game or well was it the exact same game as the wolf among us except back to the future except
1: worse okay there we go sorry to shit on that game
0: ouch you just she really likes the movies. you
1: like so the thing okay really quick tangent time (laughs) back to the future game you had choices. Like it was a choose your own adventure, but you had to get to the right choice to progress the game. Mm. So you kept being able to like choose the same thing. So I don't know. I don't actually know if it was a Telltale game. It was like the Borderlands game though. So that's why I think that it was a Telltale game.
0: Tales from the Borderlands? Yeah. That it was look, a looked game. like the
1: same style. So, so that's why I think was. it was Telltale. But you had to be like, oh, I'm going to go investigate this rock. Okay, I'm going to go investigate the car. Okay, I'm going to go talk to Doc now. Like, you had to do everything until you got to the right one Mm. to progress the game. So I just thought that it was tedious and boring. And it was this almost the same story as all of the Back to the Future movies. And I just like to keep the movies pure in my mind. So I didn't need to continue playing that game. Anyway, back to your review. I'm sorry.
0: Back to the review. It was a very good game, and I think the fact that it was loosely based on the general fairy tales at large, because it was based off of Fable, made it good and easy—it made it easy for me to get invested into it and kind of feel like I already know what's happening, because I already know all of the fairy tales. Yeah. There are a few I'd never heard of, like The Donkey Skin Girl.
1: Oh, yeah. I had heard of them. I just don't know if I've ever actually read them.
0: I had to read The Crooked Man's poem because I knew he mm-hmm. was a thing, but I didn't know what his actual poem was. That's like
1: the one that I didn't read. I didn't yeah. know who The Crooked Man was.
0: So it it definitely made it easier to sort of buy in and feel like I was already more immersed in the experience. Mm-hmm. It was definitely fun getting to play as the Big Bad Wolf because it was very much like The Witcher. You were part detective and part unstoppable juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And so once you kind of got tired of the detectiving, you didn't get to make this choice. But the game did pace it very well. Once you were done with the detectiving, you turned into a 60 foot tall wolf and just ate everything that posed a threat to you.
1: Yeah. Which was fun. That is fun. Yeah.
0: We already went over the plot, and there's really no gameplay to speak of except choose the option you want Big B to do. Yeah. So my review is, it's really good, go play it, and no, that about sums it up. Yeah. Caroline?
1: I usually really like games that are third-person story games. Like, I mean, we talked about how much I love the Spider-Man game, because it was exactly what I wanted from a game, but this I really really love The Wolf Among Us and I'm really sad that there isn't going to be a second one when they announced that there was going to be I got really excited because this was such a new and different game that I hadn't played before and I really wanted to continue playing more of it and more of it and at the end of it it kind of is like it's not a cliffhanger at the end of it but it is kind of setting you up for another story or, or you, you like want another story out of it. So I was really invested in the second game. So I'm a little bit sad. But I understand what happened there. So yeah, I think that it is a really good game to play with somebody else. It is a first a one player game, sorry. But the choices that you make are timed. And they can really influence a lot of the outcome of the game. And what happens in the end as we've heard from people who've played differently than Mm -hmm. us, like they had different endings basically. So I like playing with somebody else because then you can influence their choice or say like, Oh, are you really going to do that? Or yeah, I did that when I played and you create a new story with somebody else. Like I would replay this game over and over trying to choose different things. But we know that emotionally I can't choose other things because I feel the way I feel about certain choices. But I would love to replay it again and replay it with you and try to make a different path for Big B and for the ending. Yeah. I think that that would be really fun. But I, for people who don't like video games or who have this preconceived notion of what a video game is, I would tell them to play this game because I think that everybody's familiar with at least one of the stories and it's easy gameplay. It's not like difficult shooter or anything like that. You don't have like, boss battles that are incredibly difficult so i would totally tell like anyone who's listening to this podcast and just kind of listens to it for the witty banter and doesn't really play video games you know who you are play this game it does cost money don't know how much it costs but you can come over and play it at my house because we have it
0: that's a bold offer and i don't <laughs> know if our viewer is gonna drive all the viewer. way from columbus
1: but... <laughs> he's played it before though that's not who i was talking to we have more than one viewer do we yeah
0: are we sure it's not just him listening 10 times
1: you're right it probably is yeah we there's that one person from michigan that listens to us yeah whoever you are from michigan who listens to us like please let us know you can tweet at us you can email us we put our twitter and email like on the podcast you can totally reach out to us we want to know who you are because we personally don't know anyone from michigan so i know like one person who used to live in michigan but they it's not it can't be them
0: it wouldn't still be well maybe it'd still be registered no
1: because they live in pennsylvania now
0: all right everyone check (laughs) your itunes registration and see where your location is and if you're in michigan
1: let us know let us know we'll give you a special prize at the end of this oh my god before i forget we've had a copy to read
0: Oh, we do have ad copy to read. Um,
1: my lovely sister, Alessandra, sent in this ad copy. I really should have brought this up before we started. We'll edit all of this out. So I'm going to read the first paragraph of ad copy, and Marco will read the second.
0: I have not actually read this <laughs> ad, so I am 100% sure that I am not going to approve of whatever it is, but...
1: You'll approve. Don't worry. Okay. okay. This week's podcast is brought to you by Please God Let My Big Sister Match Into a Residency Program. She would be insufferable if it doesn't happen and also it would be an injustice. To whichever gods are listening to this podcast. That's number one.
0: Alright. Two ad copies. right. (laughs) Is
1: that second?
0: This podcast is also brought to you by Ball Gowns. (laughs) We here at Review for Two really appreciate ball gowns and opportunities to wear them. If you have a ball to go to, make sure you get a ball gown. If you don't, you can also wear your ball gown at home while asking your partner to bow and call you princess. It's a fun game, and here at Review for Two, we are all about (laughs) fun games. Thanks, love you, bye. (laughs) Thanks,
1: love you, bye. Thanks, Alessandra. If you guys want anything read on the podcast, send it in to us. We'll pick the best one each week if we get any, um, and we'll read it.
0: New rule: I have to read them before (laughs) we read them on the air. I think
1: one of us shouldn't read it before, like each week. I think that that's a fun game.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Now that we've spoken an Nauseam about this really fantastic game.
0: That you should play.
1: That you should play. We are going to get into some questions and we'll explain the questions as we go. Because they are, uh, a lot of them pertain to plot points. Question number one. Mm-hmm. Did you kill Tweedle D slash Dumb? Heck yes. You have to. The people who don't kill him are crazy.
0: Yeah. they are people with a warped sense of justice that prevent them from doing good in the pl- intent They're trying so hard to do good that they can't do good.
1: Yeah. Very small backstory. Tweedledee and Tweedledum are in this game. And they are hired as hitmen from the Crooked Man slash Bloody Mary. And they try to kill you. And there is a part where you can decide to either rip. We don't know which one it is. That's why we say one of them. But you can either rip their throat out or just toss them to the side and let them live. I don't know the people who let them live like I don't know how you do that because in that moment you were so angry at people for shooting you. Yeah
0: you're not you're not just walking up and tearing a guy's throat out. He has emptied at least six shotgun shells into your abdomen Mm -hmm. and is also trying to kill Ichabod Crane and slash or Snow White at the time.
1: Yeah you have to kill him.
0: So yeah it comes up as a plot point later where they're all like can you really claim the moral authority because you killed Tweedle what his name and I both me and the character are like yeah he was trying to kill me right so yes I can claim the moral high ground
1: right they're like everyone's afraid of you now and you're like fine you know what
0: if if it makes it so that they don't come at me with shotguns then good I feel like we were completely justified in our choices and I don't know what kind of terrible person would not rip the three foot tall bowling balls throat out yep yep
1: Did you burn the plant? It was a tree. Yeah.
0: There is a point where... So we talked sort of about how glamours are super expensive and how they're also required if you want to not go to the farm. And there is one character named Auntie Greenleaf who is a witch who can make kind of bootleg glamours from her Mm -hmm. tree. And you figure out that she's been doing this and you are faced with the choice of do you burn her tree because what she's been doing is illegal or do you not burn her tree because she was really only doing it because she was making cheaper glamours and there were a whole bunch of people who couldn't afford the super expensive government sanctioned glamours and so
1: Isn't there a third option where you can just take it away from her but not burn it?
0: There's or So am I misremember that's what I did. There's a compromise choice, which yeah. is you you can either leave her be or leave her be with the tree or burn the tree. But there is, I forget how you unlock it, but if you do the right dialogue options, there's a compromise option where you basically confiscate the tree and tell her that you're not going to burn it and she's allowed to have it as long as she comes and works for the fairy tale government in a legitimate fashion. Yeah. I
1: chose that one. I chose that one too. Both times I played it because I did play through this twice or through half of it twice. I don't think I burned the tree. I didn't let her keep it. I know that one of your brothers let her keep it, and then it shows up again later in the Oh, does it? In the story. And we can talk about that in about two questions. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that. But yeah, I didn't burn it. I just didn't let her keep it. Did you mercy kill Georgie Porgy? Or did you let him bleed out and die a slow death?
0: I want to say I mercy killed him, but I don't think there was much mercy in it.
1: I don't think you mercy killed him. I think you yelled at me when I mercy killed him.
0: Oh, well, of course I did. You killed him!
1: Yeah, he was gonna, like, bleed out anyway. I grabbed his intestines and ripped them out so he would die faster.
0: He had spent the last ten minutes or so trying to kill you and Slash or Snow White, I think?
1: Yeah, So slash Nerissa was yeah. the thing.
0: So it was less of a mercy kill and more of a kill, kill. It was like Tweedledee. Yeah. Or Tweedledum. It was the thing where he had been spending... The last so long trying to kill me that I did not feel bad about killing him.
1: Yeah. What did you do with the crooked man at the end?
0: Aha. So context. The crooked man is the main bad guy. And at the end of the game, the fairies have a well Mm -hmm. that is apparently just a bottomless well that goes into nowhere. And if you want to get rid of someone without killing them, it's somehow better to throw them in the bottomless well and... They just disappear forever. Yeah. So at the end of the game, you finally capture the crooked man, and you are given the choice of either killing him or throwing him into the bottomless well,
1: or letting him go.
0: Or letting him go. There was also one of my siblings said that they found a way to turn him into a bird.
1: Yes, and then they live in the tree. He no. lives in the tree when that happens. Hmm. Maybe Not... it's if you save the tree.
0: I did save the tree. I confiscated the tree, so maybe I think that's if you what
1: just it was. let her keep the tree, you can unlock yeah. that. Maybe he was lying to us, too. I
0: don't know. But because you're the sheriff, once you're down in the well, you also have to put him on trial in front of all of the other fables. Mm -hmm. So you can also lose, in which case he just kind of walks free. Yeah. And you don't get to choose. So it can go a couple of different ways, and the choices that you made before, like if you killed Tweedledee, then the elusive man's like, ah, but he he, he killed my short guy, so he's clearly not a good person. Right. And if you let Auntie Greenleaf keep her tree, she'll be like, no, no, he let me keep my tree, he's not all bad. And if you rip a dude's arm off then he shows up without an (laughs) arm and he's like, the fuck where is my (laughs) arm you asshole?
1: That is the funniest thing and I love how consistent that is because once you rip his arm off he does not have that arm for the entire rest of the game. It's Fantastic.
0: We'll get to him later. Yeah,
1: we'll get to him later. The point is, you you
0: kind of get to decide what you want to do with the Crooked Man, but you also have to argue well enough that people support that plan. Mm Mm-hmm. I chose to, and earned the support of the citizens to, throw his ass in the well.
1: Yeah,
0: I did too. Just straight ripping out his throat seemed a little too Wasteland Justice. Yeah. So I chose to throw him in the never-ending void well.
1: Yes I did too however the decision to throw him into the well doesn't time out or it times out very slowly so there's this animation of you holding the crooked man and kind of like lurching forward as if you're gonna push him in but he like lurches back and it continues to do that until you make the decision which I found to be like the funniest thing I've ever seen in the game because you're just kind of like lurching back and forth for like five minutes like oh, I'm going to push you, oh, I'm not. You're just kind of like lurching back and forth like constantly and I just thought it was really funny. But I did push him into the well. Did you ever try to take the ribbon off of the of Narissa or the girl before you knew what it was?
0: I didn't because I'm familiar with the story. Right. So I was pretty sure it would just straight up kill her and I did not want to do that because I don't think either I or Bigby are an asshole caroline did you try to (laughs) remove the ribbon from everyone's neck
1: i did i would do the there was like you you had to question narissa at one point in her dressing room and you were like what's the ribbon for and she's like i am a dutiful woman or like whatever phrase i kept saying forbidden to speak i'm forbidden to speak right and then you like kept asking questions and there was one option where you just like reached for the ribbon and i did that and it was just awful because you reached for the ribbon, and she's like what are you doing oh my god like don't Touch me? That's really inappropriate, even for somebody that I know. Like, don't do that. And Remember, I kids. Anyway.
0: Consent is sexy.
1: Don't try to pull a ribbon off of a woman that you hardly know. Did you t- rip the arm off of Grendel? That's the character that we were talking about before. You get into this huge bar fight with Bluebeard? Is that his
0: name? The, the Woodsman. Woods, the
1: Woodsman. I'm sorry, who's Bluebeard? I'm making that up.
0: Bluebeard is the guy who owns the thing.
1: Oh, yes. I'm sorry, not him. I get them confused. The woodsman and, like, there's the troll bartender, but you're not in a fight with her. And then there's Grendel and he turns into this kind of, like, Gila monster-ish thing.
0: I don't know what he's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, I don't know his lore at all. Um, And there's an option to pull his arm off. Like, we both did it. You kind of have to. It's funny.
0: Again, let me defend myself by saying he started it.
1: He started it. And then for the rest of the game, he doesn't have an arm.
0: He, he has a human form and his, you know, fable form. And for the rest of the game, when he shows up as either form, he's just missing an arm.
1: It's fantastic. And,
0: right. Every time he looks at you, he's just like, oh, hey, asshole, where's my arm? Yeah. And it, it doesn't really help you when you get to the final kind of trial part, because whenever you're trying to convince everyone that you're really the good guy here, the guy who you ripped their arm off in a bar fight begs to differ a lot.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Do you ship Big B and Snow White?
0: Absolutely.
1: So Snow White plays the basically buddy cop of this
0: She's the good Yeah, cop. she's the good
1: cop of this whole story. And it's alluded to that you guys have a very, very close relationship. Yeah, I ship them. I, I think that too. they should be together.
0: I whenever there was a choice for Big B to flirt with Snow White <laughs> or any, even if
1: it was like so inappropriate even
0: well not not even if, if it was like you know if you're standing over snow white's dead body bigby wasn't like eh? eh right right but you know there were moments where he could choose to show his affection either by specifically going out of his way to protect her or yeah
1: there was one part where you were at someone's funeral and you were like talking to snow white and you were like Oh, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, thanks. And then you can either like go investigate something or continue talking to her. Like you could say like, no, but really I care about you and your safety. And like you had never spoken like that in the game. You were always like, I don't give a shit. Give me a cigarette. But it was just so out of character that she was like, yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) Like stop talking to me.
0: I always shipped him though. I always tried to make it happen. Yeah. Looking out for my boy, Bigby.
1: True. KMK, Bloody Mary, Beast, Jersey Devil.
0: Probably I'm to be PG for this
1: podcast.
0: Yes, we are. We are cutting out on the swears. Kill Bloody Mary because she's an asshole.
1: What really?
0: All right, you go.
1: I'd kill the Jersey Devil and then I'd marry the Beast mm-hmm. and then kiss Bloody Mary. Fair. She was fierce. I thought she was really fierce.
0: Mm-mm. Kill Bloody Mary. Hook up with. The Jersey Devil mm. and marry the beast because, like a certain 600 pound Russian trapped in a rhinoceros no! exoskeleton, no! he would treat you right.
1: No! I'm so mad that you said that. Oh my god. Oh, and Marcos finishes them about the rhino comes back to play. You guys probably didn't think you'd hear that after the first podcast. Guess what? It's gonna be a running theme. Okay, last question of the night. We've talked a lot about this video game. I love this video game. But what was the worst decision or thing that you did?
0: I sent Toad to the farm.
1: You did?
0: Yeah. (gasps) (gasps) He was... That's
1: bad.
0: He was He was like your
1: best friend. He
0: was certainly not. He was being an asshole the entire game. Holy shit. And banking on the fact that his kid was a nice kid. To prevent him from getting in trouble for breaking laws. Honestly, I would have, because I let Colin slide. I didn't send Colin to the farm. Why not? For context, Colin is one of the three little pigs, and he kind of pops up and basically hangs out in your house the whole game and bugs you because at some point in your past, you blew down his house or something because he made it out of inferior building materials. He keeps escaping from the farm, so he does not have a glamour. So he's just a talking pig hanging out in your apartment and smoking cigarettes. And I did not send him to the farm because even though he was sarcastic and kind of annoying, he was not actively hostile or an asshole, and Toad definitely was. I was not going to make an exception in the law for the guy who was actively berating me for doing my job. Sure. While we are on the subject of horrible things that you did to the talking amphibian and his 10 year old son, <laughs> Caroline! <laughs> What was the worst thing you did as the big bad wolf?
1: Yeah, I guess we really weren't kind to Toad in this game. Mm. There is a part where he's obviously lying about something. You're interrogating him like in a room and he's lying about like not knowing something and you're trying to like shake him down and make him speak. And his kid is with him, but Snow White is kind of taking care of the kid and i decided to rough him up a little bit and unfortunately his kids saw me just slap him across the face
0: so that's so
1: bad it was so bad i felt so bad and then like the kid starts crying and it's like really embarrassing but i had to get the information out
0: so you were judging me for enforcing the law Because you sent him away to, like,
1: a prison camp. I just slapped him in front of his kid. That's a one-time thing.
0: Based on the results of A Way Out, it seems like Caroline just has a problem with the judicial application
1: of the law. Oh, my God. Shut up. You killed a man in this game, so.
0: I did? Oh, yeah, I did. You did, too.
1: I know. Multiple.
0: Yeah, you killed several, and you banished one to the never-ending well.
1: You banish one to the never-ending wall and then banish your best friend to a farm.
0: First of all, not my best friend.
1: And best friend.
0: Second of all, yeah, I did. I don't regret it.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that is all I have for this week. Guys, just please go play this game. Support Telltale. I mean, they're not a company anymore, but show that you support them and, and love them. We certainly did. And I loved playing this game. In a future, you know, fantasy of mine, they come back and they make Wolf Among Us too, but it's not happening right now, so
0: it's unlikely. Yeah, yeah, very good game. I would wholly recommend playing it. And do we have anything else? No. Be sure to
1: subscribe.
0: That one, yeah. Subscribe. Like and comment and subscribe. Listen and-
1: to our previous episodes if you haven't already. They're all up there. We've been doing this for a month now which is exciting and awesome and we want to continue doing this so make sure to show your support
0: if you're that guy in michigan be sure to give us a give us us a call because we want to know who you are in michigan
1: yeah and um yeah i mean you can find us on social media it's all on our page and you can email us if you'd like you can call me text me Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Beep, if you want to reach beep, me, beep. it's okay. Whenever you need me, baby, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Do you know Chrissy Carlson? Romano went to my college.
0: And with that, we're gonna go to bed. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Night. Welcome Thank to God. Review for Two, the podcast for video games that are most fun to play with.
1: It's a podcast for video games. <laughs> video <laughs> games are listening to our podcast as we speak.
0: Welcome to re- <laughs> I'm sorry, who bullies who? Who bullies who that a bully the hoops? bullies hoops? <laughs> okay. <laughs>